Hi, this is Michael Learned, and you're listening to TV Confidential. Ed Robertson, along with Tony Figueroa, Donna Allen, and our guest, David Van Dusen. David's joining us via Zoom. David Van Dusen, longtime editor and publisher of the Walnut Times newsletter devoted to the Dick Van Dyke Show that received the support and endorsement of the Dick Van Dyke Show personnel as Carl Reiner, Sheldon Leonard, Rosemarie, and Dick Van Dyke himself. We'll replay our conversation with Rosemarie in our second hour. We hope you stay tuned for that. In the meantime, David Van Dusen is also the writer and producer of the Dick Van Dyke Show, celebrating the 60th anniversary, a fully authorized feature-length documentary that you can enjoy for free on the David Van Dusen YouTube channel. David's goal for making this documentary was to introduce the Dick Van Dyke Show to a new generation of viewers while also raising funds for St. Jude's Hospital. David's documentary includes archival audio from Sheldon Leonard, Carl Reiner, Lucas Reiner, Christian Van Dyke, Dick Van Dyke, Rosemarie, Georgiana Nupi Rodriguez, Rosemarie's daughter, Gregory Amsterdam, Maury Amsterdam, Nora Epstein, the daughter of Anne Morgan Gilbert, composer Earl Hagen, director Jerry Paris, and a whole lot more. The Dick Van Dyke Show celebrating the 60th anniversary also features brand new interviews from such notable Dick Van Dyke Show guest stars as Barbara Bain, Barry Livingston, Bernie Coppell, Gloria Roberts, Lars Jackson, a.k.a. Jack Larson, Jackie Joseph, Jamie Farr, Jeremy Clyde of Chad and Jeremy, Michael Forrest, Sue Taylor, Jerry Lanning, Sylvia Lewis, and a whole lot more. The documentary also includes a special performance tribute to Dick Van Dyke by Broadway star Gavin Lee. You can enjoy the Dick Van Dyke Show celebrating the 60th anniversary for free on the David Van Dusen YouTube channel. Our conversation with David Van Dusen was recorded via Zoom. We had a slight issue with the audio. We did our best to correct that in post-production and apologize for any inconvenience. We are talking before uh, we started recording. Many of the interviews, particularly with the guest actors, were done in the last couple of years during the, you know, via Zoom. And, and we've talked about it's very, and Tony and Donna, you know this from, from, from first-hand experience, COVID posed a lot of challenges for creative people. And yet, in a, in a way, many creative people used Zoom and, and viral cast to their advantage. And that's exactly what you did with, your, with many of the guest stars that you talked to for the uh, Dick Van Dyke Show uh, celebrating the 60th anniversary documentary, David, and that you used COVID to your advantage. Yeah, I think people were clamoring in the midst of not being able to do anything to find some outlet. So when I would contact them, I explained what I was doing. And like I said, these guest stars really were excited to recall their memories because they were such positive times in their careers. And Zoom afforded the perfect outlet to be able to do that. And we all had the time on our hands, so it, it helped us. It helped us mentally to survive a, a little bit as well, and and revisit, you know, s- some of those fun times in the midst of being trapped in our homes. <laughs> it's it's amazing. I was enjoying that Zoom element of the documentary, and I'm thinking, well, if we weren't in the middle of a pandemic, you probably wouldn't have been able to get half the people that you could in this, you know, because of the time and and access. Yes, I, I think I think you're absolutely right, right, Tony. Right, I think it was fortuitous in a way that uh, really paved the way to have 
the chance to connect with folks and, and put together the materials. So. And hopefully someday in the future, you actually physically get to meet some of these people. Yes. But I think it's not only a wonderful time capsule of the Dick Van Dyke show, but also 2020. <laughs> yeah. You know, yep. so, uh, you know, 10 years when we're celebrating the 70th anniversary and people are looking at this, you know, you're going to have to explain to the kids, oh, well, that was that's a thing called Zoom. Yes. And that's how we did it. But also 10 years, if somebody tries to do the 70th, whether it's you or somebody else, they're not going to have the same access to people. Right. They're not going to be around or they're not going to be available or whatever the thing is. So I think it's just amazing. When all of this was happening in 2020, we had a, a neighbor living upstairs, and she was in the middle of doing a documentary that was mostly D.C., mostly Washington-type stuff, and came to a screeching halt, and she said, I don't know how we're going to do this. You know, and then you look at your documentary and you go, that's how you yeah. do this. Yeah. Well, yeah. one of the other things that, that I did uh, that I think fans will appreciate is the documentary opens with me standing in the Dick Van Dyke show, Alan Brady show writer's room, if you will. Um, that was also a little bit of a byproduct of COVID because um, cl clearly I didn't rebuild the set. That was a virtual set. But I recreated that, or I did it myself, if you will, with 3D modeling software. And again, that was sort of at the very beginning of the pandemic, and it gave me something to occupy my time and, and do. And so I sort of had the inception for the documentary, and I thought, boy, wouldn't it be cool if we could do something with The Office? And then sort of the light bulb went on, and I started learning how to use the materials and, and build the 3D office, right? So, so I think, you know, fans appreciate that sort of seeing it in color. I will tell you that the colors are pretty true to what they really were. And I can tell you that because one of the resources I had available to me for the documentary was Rose Marie's color home movies that her husband shot on the set of the Dick Van Dyke show behind the scenes, so I was able to review those films and get some screen captures, which there are also some of in, in the documentary, and do some color matching of the gray in the wall in the back and the beige wall on the side and, and various things like that to, to try to make that, that detail as close as I could. Again, trying to be meticulous because I know there will be those fans out there that will say, oh, that's not the picture that was on the wall or that's not the lamp that was on the table. Well... They are pretty close. In fact, if you look behind me on my table back there, I have the chess lamp, if you will, that was on the table in the writer's room. Not, It's not lamp, but it is the same model, if you will. And you look behind me, and there's a couple pictures on the wall. Those are the pictures that hung on the wall in the writer's room back there. And then I have a couple other pieces of memorabilia there, a photo of Carl Reiner and me and Rosemarie and, and me. I try to dig down a layer or two or three to make it be extra special if I could. And recreating some of Earl Hagen's musical cues, recreating the 3D office set, recreating the director's clapboard that was used. And at the very start, the director's voice, you hear him say, ready, action. That was actually the voice of John Rich, who was the first director on the Dick Van Dyke show calling my documentary in the motion. So, um, uh, li li some little behind-the-scenes nuggets for those who are really into it. 
you can enjoy the Dick Van Dyke Show celebrating the 60th anniversary. Excellent oral history documentary by David Van Dusen. You can enjoy uh, that documentary for free on David's YouTube channel. And as we mentioned earlier, uh, one of the goals of the Dick Van Dyke Show celebrating the 60th anniversary is to introduce a new generation of viewers to the Dick Van Dyke Show and also raise funds for St. Jude's Children's Research Hospital. Stay with us, folks. We'll be right back. Now, watch it for free. There are a couple of very, very short pledge breaks, if you will, where you direct viewers to uh, uh, where they can make their donation. You have a ha- you have a special hashtag, don't you? DVDS 60th. Yes. Yes. Hashtag D- yes. Uh, if if we were John Oliver, hashtag DVDS 60th, and you can make a donation to the St. Jude Hospital. I want to throw it back to Tony and Donna in just a second, but before they joined us and we started recording, you were telling us you're in New York. So you're in close proximity to the National Comedy Center, uh, which Carl Reiner was a big supporter of uh, while it was getting its feet off the ground and which he donated a lot of archival stuff to. There was a new Carl Reiner exhibit that opened up at the National Comedy Center not too long ago. That's correct. The um, When Carl, Carl was on the board of directors for the National Comedy Center, and, and that all... The, the comedy center really started, you know, Tony, I'll go back to what you said. Lucille Ball, you know, was born in Jamestown, right? And what she said she wanted her legacy to be was to make sure that comedy stayed alive, right? And they fulfilled her, her wishes by establishing now the National Comedy Center that Carl was a board member on. And upon Carl's passing, his family decided to donate all of his entertainment history archives to, to the National Comedy Center. So... They, they went to Los Angeles and, and collected the archives and were given broad range as to what they were allowed to, to take for the archives. And just at the end of July, they opened the Carl Reiner Keep Laughing uh, exhibit, which has amazing materials. I would really, if, if folks enjoy comedy, first of all, in general, they will enjoy the Comedy Center. But if you really liked Carl Reiner's career, quite an exhibit there in terms of Carl's family life, his early years on Sid Caesar's show of shows, um, his time with Mel Brooks doing the 2,000-year-old man, uh, his Kennedy Center Award, his movies with Steve Martin. uh, All of his Emmy Awards are on display, and there's a huge portion dedicated to the Dick Van Dyke Show. And Reiner amazingly saved unbelievable things so I, I was fortunate to be there for uh, a program the evening before the exhibit opened where R- Rob Reiner uh, and his brother and sister, Lucas and Annie, were there to honor their dad. And the next morning, the exhibit opened to the public. There's photographs. You know, I'm quite a collector of Dick Van Dyke Show photographs, but Carl had, had items in his archives that I've never seen before. So I'm pretty sure that they're rare, right? They have all of Carl's 158 scripts from the Van Dyke Show. They have an Alan Brady toupee. They also have the Alan Brady desk that was in Alan Brady's office, if you will, for years and years was in the property of Larry Matthews, Richie from the show. Uh, Years after the Van Dyke show, Larry Matthews was working for Danny Thomas. And one day he and another young man got a call to go clean out a prop warehouse. They said, we got to get everything out, keep what you want and get rid of the rest. And, 
Larry had the, the foresight to realize that this desk that they had in the warehouse was Alan Brady's desk. And he took it and he had it in his home for years and years and years. Well, Larry, in, in the past couple of years, was moving and said, got in touch with me and said, I got to do something with this desk. What, what can we do with it? And I said, if I were closer, and I, if I wasn't in New York and you were in California, I'd say, I'll take that desk. <laughs> but in, in the end, I said, what do you think about the National Comedy Center? And I got the two parties together, and uh, they figured out an arrangement for the desk. So the Comedy Center has the Alan Brady desk, and that will be part uh, of a brand new they actually have named a section of the Comedy Center the Carl Reiner Archives, and and the desk will be center and forefront enter, enter those archives sometime in 2023. And, um, David, will this be a permanent exhibit? It will, yes. Excellent. Yes. The Comedy Center, like I said, is much more broad than just Carl's uh, resources. But for a fan like me, you could go and spend a lot of time there just looking at Carl's. They... They retrieved 75 boxes of materials from Carl's, Carl's home. And part of what they took uh, and they have on display is, um, you know, Carl Reiner and Mel Brooks were friends for years and years and years. And they would often get together at night to have dinner together and watch Jeopardy and then a film. So one of the items that the Comedy Center has on display is the two chairs and the TV tray tables <laughs> that Carl and Mel used to sit at each night to have their dinner and watch Jeopardy. So um, it's it's quite quite a poignant remembrance of of Carl and his friendship with with Mel. But fun fun to see for sure. Fun to see. And we mentioned one of your goals for your documentary, David, uh, the Dick Van Dyke Show, celebrating the 60th anniversary, is to introduce new viewers to the Dick Van Dyke show, but in a way, and in a way, I, I think, I'm thinking aloud here, but being the person who brokered the deal to get the Alan Brady desk to the Comedy Center so that it can be shared and enjoyed by both fans of the Dick Van Dyke show who make the pilgrimage to the National Comedy Center or new people who've never heard of the show and yet but will find themselves absorbed in Carl Reinerness for an afternoon. Yeah. I think that's also an extension of your mission for your documentary. Well, thank you. Yeah, I think, you know, that, that scene of Reiner talking to the styrofoam heads in his toupees <laughs> on his desk is certainly a classic <laughs> one, right? So to be able to remember that sort of newly today by seeing the desk, and, and like I said, they have, they have a styrofoam head and they have a toupee of Reiner's there, and so I think it'll, it'll be a nice a nice setup for fans to, to remember that classic scene where, uh, you know, Mary Tyler Moore says, let's Laura Petrie. He says, what am I going to do with all these toupees now? And she says, well, there must be some needy bald people, right? <laughs> so um, uh, again, a, a, cla a classic line from the show. That scene is funny every second of that scene. And I would say 90% of that is Carl Reiner. Uh, okay. 80, 20% Mary Tyler Moore, her reaction just standing there. But him just on the desk with the foot bandaged up, slamming the phone on his finger, growling into the receiver, addressing the styrofoam heads like it's a board meeting. Right. Look, fellas, this is the little lady who put you out of business. <laughs> <Yes>. and, <laughs> and then Rob coming in at the 
last second to try to be the chivalrous husband and uh, Alan Brady getting him off the hook, and then Laura keeps talking. <laughs> All right. Like, Don't kill it for you yet. Yes. <laughs> I mean, it was just perfection. Tony, you're clear, clearly you're able to recite those lines, so I think, <laughs> well, you know. The, I, I did not say happy days are here again. Which is, you know, I think I think actually the best line. And I was my favorite is still the walnut episode. And I think Coast to Coast Big Mouth is a very close second. And then coming in third would be That's My Boy. Uh-huh. Um, and those are three episodes I remember the titles of. I can't remember the title of every single episode. Uh-huh. Those three were brilliant. David Van Dusen spent 20 years editing and publishing the Walnut Times newsletter devoted to the Dick Van Dyke Show that received the sanction and support of such Dick Van Dyke Show personnel as Carl Reiner, Rosemary, Sheldon Leonard, and Dick Van Dyke himself. David Van Dusen, also the producer of a new documentary on the Dick Van Dyke Show that you can enjoy for free on YouTube. Tony Figueroa and Donna Allen are with us. We hope you'll stay with us as we continue our conversation with David Van Dusen here on TV Confidential. Be part of our conversation. If you like what you hear, have thoughts on this week's program, or have an idea for a future edition of TV Confidential, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at talk at tvconfidential.net, talk at tvconfidential.net. You can also message us at facebook.com forward slash tvconfidential, x.com forward slash tvconfidential, or at TV Confidential on Instagram. And if you're listening to us on the TV Confidential podcast, please be sure to hit the subscribe button. This portion of TV Confidential is brought to us by our friends at Front Porch Realty, the community of realtors in the Northern Bay Area of California that is committed to finding the solution that is best for their clients. Whether you're a first-time home buyer or looking to sell or lease your property in Northern California, call Karen Strain at 415-886-7411. Or visit frontporchrealtygroup.com for more information on how they can help you.